This is Space Waffles, a Star Wars podcast. Welcome to Space Waffles. I'm Arzu. And I'm Candace. And with us today, we have our lovely TV panel, as always, because we could not do this without them, Maggie. Hello there. And Norhal. Hello there. We are here today because as of recording today, August 5th, um, Disney has released their third Lego Star Wars special, Lego Star Wars Summer Vacation. And I think it's safe to say we all loved it. Um, am I wrong in that? I think I more than loved it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good. Candice Norhal, yes, I'm correct. Yes. Yes. All right. So, yeah, we are here today to talk about that episode. It's the third in the Lego Star Wars holiday series. Um, we love a trilogy, no matter the format it comes in. Um, yeah, so we're just going to dive in talking general plots. The frame narrative is the gang gets a trip to the Halcyon Cruiser um, because they're heroes and heroes can do that. And Finn is a little upset that his friends all have their own plans, that they are not hanging out together as expected. And glumly, he walks around the ship by himself and is given three pieces of advice by three ghosts, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Anakin Skywalker, and Leia Organa, all telling him about holidays gone wrong. So it's very much like terrifying tales and that it is vignette So I thought we could talk vignettes and then we could talk frame narrative, if that works yeah. for everyone. Yeah, that works. All right. So our first vignette, which I'm calling Obi-Wan Kenobi's fake marriage, though I'm sure there is a more official title, is Obi-Wan telling Finn about an adventure at Jabba's palace and how he basically had to have fun in the moment, which nobody can quite believe that Obi-Wan Kenobi is capable of. I'm pretty sure that's a Obi-Wan Kenobi series um, reference that Leia's like, what? He had fun? Yes, I love that. <laughs> I'm taking it. I took it as that too. Yeah. I was like, am I not like, am I looking into this too much or? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Cause if we were going purely based on the movies, she doesn't really spend any time with him, but 10 year old Leia knows that Obi-Wan does not know how to have fun. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah. So he is joined in this quest. It's not even his quest to begin with. He's joined by Colvette Valeria who comes from the Freemaker adventures. She's also in love her. Star Wars All-Stars. Which, there we yeah. go. Which also, yeah, she like talks to Hera a lot in both of the series. So Aww. that makes me very happy. I now see why she stands out to you so much. Yeah. Well, also she's played by Yvette Nicole Brown, who was yes. like known for community and she does a lot of voice acting. I love Yvette so much. I have so many fond memories of her live tweeting Once Upon a Time. Yes. And also like, she nice. stuff too, Maggie. She did. She was my she was my favorite moderator of stuff. Um yeah, she was I, a fan I of love, it. Yes. And I love the- I love that she's a fan of things and I love that she's yeah. a fan of Star Wars because she's moderated Star Wars stuff too. And she's just so delightful. And I totally geeked out when I realized this was like her character from Freemakers. I was just was so happy. And she had such a good fun plot with Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like the Mary ah, fake marriage trope. Fake marriage trope. Love it. Her favorite fake trope. <laughs> I mean, okay, I know that this was like maybe 10 cumulative minutes of the special, but I would have gladly watched the whole thing of just of just Valeria and Obi-Wan okay. like on their <laughs> fake marriage <Yes>. adventure. <laughs> the way I I told Yvette when I interviewed her, I was like, okay, so I don't know if we're ever getting a season two of Obi-Wan Kenobi, but like, can we have your character in it? Can we have like a season two of this this character <laughs> yes, with him? Please. Yeah, I should have paid for that. Right? I should have I was like, wow, Legos is just making me learn so much about myself. <laughs> but like, honestly, Obi-Wan was like, so proud. He's like, this is my wife. We're on vacation. Yeah. He was so happy. And, and where look, if Luke, that if that, if that, <laughs> what did you Hawaiian. say, yeah, wearing the hell of that Hawaiian shirt, I yeah. love yeah, that. Yeah, he was. <laughs> yes. Wearing it proud. I feel like if Luke had not walked through and like ruined the moment, he would have been like, yeah, maybe I could leave for an adventure. <laughs> I, I mean, we did it before and it was fine. So Exactly. Cool. I'm like, come on, just, just go on a little adventure. It's okay. Uh, freaking Luke Skywalker. Miracle. 
Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm just like this is just a minor tangent. Then I'm gonna go back to Obi Wan, but I'm shocked that we have a whole Lego Star Wars Skywalker saga era story that has nothing to do with Luke Skywalker. I was just I, I realized this after the fact. I'm like, oh yeah, he's not really in this except like driving his speeder. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. It was just something funny. Also, Luke Skywalker. Luke has a habit of cock blocking bins. Yes. 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 <laughs> yeah. like, he's early. Happy to know he's been doing this since he was a child. <laughs> I mean, hey, it like makes, it makes the Luke. moment in The Last Jedi feel a little, like a much more in character. He's like, a Ben yeah. somewhere talking to a girl? This can't happen. <laughs> yeah. But if we do, by some miracle, get an Obi-Wan season two, I would love if just we get a passing shot of his Hawaiian shirt, just like at the back of his closet. Please, yeah. Would you guys see, acknowledge it? Do you see the photo of him and Cody, like no. hanging up, like in the background? It's like him and Cody with their arms around each other, like posing for the camera. Aww. He has it up like a memory. It's so cute. And if like if you've ever been to Archive of Our Own, you would know like the Obi Wan Cody ship. Oh, Cody Wan is a huge ship. Yeah. Yes. So I was like, mm-hmm. good for them. Good for <laughs> them. All the all the shippers are are eating well with the special. Yes. And can we talk about the Boba Fett song? Oh no. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. yes. I lost it. I lost it. I I laughed out loud multiple times watching this, but this is like I think this was like one of the first times, and I cried because isn't in the like the boba fett series we kind of hear yes singing in the background there's vocalization but it's not as clear (laughs) yeah as in this special are we talking about the theme song you're talking about something else in when he's chasing obi-wan yeah okay corbett but in the boba fett show there is a little bit of vocalization I don't know what they're saying though. I don't think it's English. Yeah, it's yeah. not. It's not English. <laughs> I think it's the same song. <laughs> I think it's the soundtrack. I think it's Ludwig's or was it Ludwig's? Yeah. Yeah. Illustration. Yeah, that's what I thought. I didn't. I didn't notice anything different with the vocals. Was there something different? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Candace I need to rewatch. Wait, are you talking about in the special? <laughs> yeah, yeah, when he's like chasing him on Yeah, they're like, like yelling Boba Fett. Yeah, Boba. Are they saying like, Boba Fett? Yeah, they're yelling. They're like Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Fett, Fett, Fett. Did you guys not hear that? When he's chasing Obi-Wan. I need to I okay, need to so I'm gonna have to go back and, and listen to that. I just love the way ours you and I are both just like <laughs> I will go back and 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 go, notice it was the theme of the of the, they but I didn't Boba realize Fett. they were singing Boba Fett. Why? This is again to confirm while he is chasing him. Yeah, yeah. 13, 13 minutes, eighteen seconds in. I am not crazy. I am not crazy. <laughs> okay, I will go. I will go okay. listen to this a lot of this after now. the fact, but I think we need to move away from the theme song now. Yeah, but I well, will go listen. One to thing. This. One thing I loved that where where uh, he was chasing it and uh, oh I lost him and Java tells him something and I'm like yeah I'll bring some uh, more eyes that was hilarious with Boba Fett. I mean he's he's hosting a barbecue birthday party. You can never have that. enough ice, especially in Tatooine. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I just love that Boba basically lives at Java's. Like this is years years before. So, hey, but what about Obi Wan as uh, MC? I mean, listen, Gamorrean Girls has been in my head for at least <laughs> half of the day when um, Sarah Beach Party wasn't in my right. head. Two have been bouncing back and forth. <laughs> Those two go tracks. Go Java, go Java. Obi Wan. Obi-Wan needs to have a bit more fun. Obi Wan needs to cut loose. Obi Wan needs to go yes. to a lot more parties because Obi Wan is great at a party. So much fun. So I think like the mission itself for this vignette, like stealing the coaxium stuff, that was fairly straightforward. I think what really sells it is the party vibe. It's really just smugglers run. Basically. Mm-mm. Every time somebody says coaxium, I'm either thinking solo or I'm thinking smugglers run. There were a few solo references in this too. Okay. Yeah. Can we just take a moment to appreciate that the special as a whole has solo references. It's got rogue one references. It talks about all nine movies. It talks about the clone wars. Like, 
they watched everything. Yeah, yeah. it got it has the Freemakers. Uh, it has. Um, I've been to the Star Cruiser, and it's so it was so weird seeing it like in Lego form. Oh, and I'm just like some of those rooms. I'm like, that's exactly what it looks like. And they have Bronto wrapper. They talked about Bronto wraps. Oh, yes. Yeah. There was, um, I guess, arguably Empire Day is a Rebels reference. Yes. Yes. It's the only place yes. about it. Mm-hmm. That made me so happy. I was like, wow, that's like a deep cut. Yeah. Like, that's the thing about these movies is like, who's writing them? Who's working on them? Obviously, love Star Wars. No Star Wars. Sure. I feel like everybody who works on Star Wars will say, oh, I love Star Wars. But like, and I don't want to be gatekeepy, but like, it's nice to see people who love Star Wars who love like all of it. Yeah. And not just like little bits of it. So if we have nothing else to say about Obi-Wan, we can go on to the second of our little vignettes. Yes. Yes. All righty. Second vignette, which I am calling Scarif Beach Party, features Palpatine and Vader on Empire Day heading to the beaches of Scarif because Palpatine is simply not vibing with the Coruscant celebrations and he would like to do something a little different. Can I just say the ingenuity of having Anakin's Force Ghost be scuba diving? Yes. (laughs) So that when he comes up, it's doing the... <laughs> yes. I was living so for it. So oh good. my gosh, when he called himself Sky Guy. See, oh, there's yes. a home, home wars a- a- Soka, too. Yeah. Like, like he what also, you were saying. He was, all of it. it was also Matt Latner, too. Yeah. So. Yes. And it was totally giving like cool California vibes. Oh yeah. <laughs> he sounded like such a surfer boy. And I was like, Anakin, all you, where he is, a surfer guy. <laughs> and he was like, hey, Fed, and he's showing his fins. Such a dad joke. Yeah, that was so true. I just want to know. Because he is a dad. Yes. <laughs> Finn said, he told Obi-Wan, in like, when they were talking in the bar, that he's a huge Clone Wars fan. And, like, he knows a lot of stuff about Clone Wars. So what I want to know is, when Anakin refers to himself as Sky Guy, whether or not that was caught in a record anywhere of like Anakin and Ahsoka calling each other Sniffs and Sky Guy whether he recognizes that. Totally. He's going to privately geek out about it later because he needs I to know. be cool in the moment. Oh, of course. Totally. Yeah. So yeah, so he meets Finn on Scarif um, where Finn has accidentally gone on a, what are they called on cruises? Excursion? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which you accidentally... do on the Star Cruiser too but you just go to Batu. No beaches for the Star Cruiser guests. No, because you're in Orlando. <laughs> well, they could make a beach if they wanted to. That's not yeah, the um, our star cruise. <laughs> it's Scarif, everyone. So yeah, so Finn goes. Finn goes down to Scarif, where Anakin comes to tell him about this Empire Day that he and Palpatine spent on the beach with Weird Al Yankovic. Um, um, AKA as Vic one Vanko. does, as one does, as one does. Yeah. AKA with Vic Vanco. Um, yet another bop. This one's a lot, I think, more straightforward because it's just Palpatine wanting to rule the beach because apparently ruling the galaxy is not enough. He's yeah. bored, he says. He's like, he just bored. has to deal with like senators. So this happens before A New Hope. I feel like maybe yeah. this is before the rebels really start making a big impact. So maybe like, you know. That's why they years. feel comfortable enough to go on vacation. Yeah. 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 I love fun. the Lego. Oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. I love Legos, um, Palpatine and Vader. They're also in the Freemaker Adventures, too. And just their dynamic of, like, this overworked, you know, employee, just tired of his boss. Yes. And, And yeah, and the boss, like, those typical vacations where one of the people in the the trip is complaining about everything. Yeah. And you're just trying Ah. to make it a good time. Yeah, and it's like, oh, there's too much people, and uh, so, yeah, that was totally Palpatine. You all know I have no time, energy, or inclination for Palpatine, but I love Lego Palpatine so, so much. Like, Lego Palpatine and Lego Vader are just this weird shade of, like, 
petty little they feel like cartoon characters and I don't mean that in a bad way like everybody else just kind of feels like a character like the existing character in cartoon form they feel like written as cartoon characters you know what I mean like not and it's not off-putting because I guess it could be but that's why like that's another thing that's making me want to watch the Freemaker Adventures now if it's just more of this yeah it is um Trevor um, is a is a voice actor and he voice acts Palpatine and I just think he's hilarious. You know? So good. I know this one was a little less meaty than the other ones, but was there anything else you want to say about this one? Yeah, other than the fact that Scarif Beach Party's a bop? The fact that Vader decided to go to a beach is sus. Yeah, the <laughs> sand joke cracked me up. Look, he was willing to set aside his problems with sand to impress his boss. Yeah. Listen, listen. Overwork employee. Went to the beach last week. Tuesdays, two days later, I'm still finding sand on my dog after I rinsed and washed him. Because it gets everywhere and it's rough and it's irritating. It's dry and coarse. Yes. He's right. Anakin Skywalker is 100% correct and sand is the worst. Yeah. No. I also loved. I also love Palpatine's fit over participation trophies. That feels like a dig at millennials. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They cracked me up so much. If everyone gets a trophy, nobody could rule. That was fine. Uh, also, them having their like little Top Gun, Top Gun moment of playing volleyball. Yeah, yes. shuffleboard too. And just like... Using the force to, you know, it's a very Sith move to cheat with the force, right? Oh, yeah. And when they totally. replaced the, the bar with the lightsaber. Oh, the limbo yes, jar. And, and his head came off. And like, he's who's like, next? No, nobody. Well, I think, I think it was on Scarif. Yeah, when Finn is on Scarif, so not within the thing. But when he's, like, getting frustrated about the sand, he, like, takes off his hair and shakes it out. Yeah, he says yes. sand everywhere. Yeah, that was Finn, right? Yeah, yes. that was Finn. Somebody took off their hair and shook out sand. Also, I need tropical porgs that were on Vader's hat. Oh, yeah, the hat was so hilarious. Also, apparently, Ray is like, not. I don't know if she's scared of porgs, but you they know, haunt her. You know what? I mean, they... they live on the Falcon, so how many times has she woken up with a porg, like, in her face? Oh, that reminds me of the holiday special when they're, like, staring them down. I'm like they give you, him like you know what birds. what uh that remind me uh the vader wearing the hat with the porks and such and and uh palpatino grumpy that friends episode where joey and chandler go to london and joey is with the big union jack hat and chandler <laughs> is so grumpy like ah. yeah that's reminded <laughs> me of that wait are you saying my husband chandler bing is actually emperor palpatine I'm I'm really sorry you had to find out this way, Arzu. Sorry, I'm devastated. Arzu, he's Lego Palpatine though. They're super yeah, sarcastic. I still would want to marry Lego Palpatine, but I would absolutely marry Chandler Bang. Oh yeah, I'm there with you. Okay, now that I'm emotionally devastated, let's talk about the third vignette so I can be more emotionally devastated. Emotional um, devastation. No. Vacation. Nothing matter. Candace, I apologize in advance. This is I know. I'm already. I'm muting my mic now. This is going to take a deep dive. But can I just say, Shelby Young it has been voicing Leia in a few things now, and her voice keeps getting better and better. Like, not better. She's always, always been talented, but, like, yeah. her Leia is just, like, awesome. She has, like, the original trilogy Leia, and then she also does the general Leia. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> it's, like, subtle differences, but, yeah, she's just – Girls got skills amazing oh, yeah. okay yeah y'all okay. talk about thank you ben solo so um so the third vignette solo family vacation it's han and leia taking ben on one last trip before he starts his jedi training based um, on my heart <laughs> they i know start on mimben which is a solo reference and then ben's bored because i think we've all we've all been on that vacation ben is bored so han like the dorky sweet dad he is suggests Aww. that they go to Endor because there's some kind of outdoorsy resort and he's like this would be fun so they um they head to this resort 
Han and Leia get kind of pulled into local property disputes with the resort owner. Yes. Who is Wick Cooper, who is played by Thomas Lennon, who is also in the Freak Makers Avengers. He actually called the Empire on Leia before. I'm surprised she didn't, like, hold a grudge. Whoa. Nice reference. I'm not sure if she... Before or after? This is, um... This would be after. Yeah, it's after after Empire. That the I mean, she's maker. clearly letting bygones be bygones because she yeah. didn't mention it at all. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe, like, I mean, she had a lot happen to her. She was trying to get her man back during that time, you I know, and run like a rebellion. I you would remember that, though. Yeah, exactly. But... Anyway, okay. so they're off doing that, and Ben Solo meets Whit Cooper's very pretty daughter, whose name escapes me right this second. Severo. Severo, thank you. He meets her. He is immediately smitten. I suspect she's a little bit older than him, but that's yeah. okay because that's what awkward teenage boys do. And they end up on the Millennium Falcon at the behest of a local douchebag teenager who flies the Falcon into Death Star debris. And the only person who can save them is Ben Solo, who pilots the Falcon out oh. of the debris. Oh, baby. So Ben Solo piloted the Millennium Falcon. Lego giving us what live action simply could not. Exactly. That was ah, that was such a moment. And our little uh, the this was the thing that Han was kind of hesitant to let him fly the Millennium mm-hmm. Falcon at first, but it was like a mechanism of him not letting him go. Like, right. oh no, you're you're my boy. Oh, that was that was really emotional. I have to be honest. It was, yeah, it was like, like the whole thing about him growing up and like them needing to let go. And I mean, it is kind of tinged with the bittersweetness because we know what happens once they do let him go. Yeah. That they just don't see him again. I love that Chewbacca got so emotional at the end. He had like a tissue and he's running away trying to hide his tears. Chewbacca is the one that canonically keeps a picture of baby Ben in his bunk. Yeah. yeah. Like, I love Chewbacca is just like like a very involved uncle. He's, oh yes. Do you know what? I actually got really sad when I saw like Chewbacca with like the kids at the on the vacation of Starship. It was like like his friends from before are all gone. But my question oh, yeah. is not to drag Chewbacca, but his friends are gone. I don't know why he's hanging out with these kids on vacation when his wife's at home. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> okay, but actually, I was like, doesn't Chewbacca have a family at this point? Like, you've been at war for like a lot of time. Like, just go home. Like, absent father. And it's not like Lego doesn't know this because they were all in the Christmas special. Yeah, that's true. So they're canon in the Lego special. They're canon in the Lego universe, and Chewbacca's like, you know what? Oh, Mama, maybe well, good luck well, with Lumpy or whatever his name is. Like good luck with Lumpy. I'm going to the house. He really said, "Hey, he said this worked out really well for Han, so I'm going to try the same thing." No, yeah. you know what happened was that Chewbacca saw the prices of the Halcyon, and it's like, I only can afford one Wookie. I only can afford <laughs> Chewbacca's one. like, well, or- if the resistance is paying, and he yeah. Went. Or maybe he's like, well, their lifespans are shorter, and I, I mean. Wookiees live longer, so I can just jump and go back to my family and whatnot. Maybe that's the... You would think he would just not get attached, though. Maybe. Like, all of the ones he got attached to died, so he's just like, I'm not going to get attached to these kids. It's like he has dogs. My wife. Hey, you got (laughs) dogs. Dogs are good. Sorry about that. No, but I mean, the lifespans, you know. Yeah, no, I know. (laughs) Yeah, somebody compared that. Like, Han was his dog. Yeah, but oh can we just go back a little bit when they arrive to Andor and they have this uh, brochure and they see the reality, like expectation versus reality, which I think it's a common situation in vacations mm-hmm. that you, oh yeah, I'm going to get to this place and you get there and it's like, oh, it wasn't like in the picture, so. Yeah, the yeah. Airbnb photos were not accurate. Yeah, I I loved... Ben having his little summer crush and getting his first Aww. little kiss. I was yeah. like, my boy. 
Sweet cinnamon roll boy. He's just okay. Um, he's the go shyest little bean. I don't think any creative, like in a storytelling capacity, loves loves Ben Solo quite like the Lego people do. I know they right? love him, Arzu. I have it That's on not. record. I, I mean, it shows. Like it would have been yeah. so so easy like the vader fanboy we got in the holiday special like i get that that was like over the top it was parody it would have been so easy to just keep him there and i don't think anybody would have said a word but between like the lost boy last time and this time with them like giving him his summer romance they let him fly a falcon i'm jumping ahead a bit but at the end of the special like we see him appear as a ghost beside his mother like they are giving him and by extension his fans and the audience the closure that like the movie couldn't give us yeah, that's because it didn't matter enough to them <clears throat> yeah and by them i really am only thinking of two specific people but that's okay <clears throat> yeah. um so they drop him off at jedi school and yeah. both his parents are on the record on camera in story Tell him that they love him. And he says, I know. I know. And he says, I know. I know. I'm a role boy. He's such a solo. I love him he's so much. He said the thing. And I, bet, I, I bet he's like, he, I bet that's just like an inside joke with the solos too. Like they told him about this. And you, like Leia's like, do you know what you're? freaking father did the first time i told him i said i love you when he was about to, he could have died he didn't say it back he said but i then, know but they probably say it to each other all the I time know, exactly. so ben has just picked it up as like yeah. the response to i love you is just i know and just oh my god and then it made me think of the han and ben scene in the right the skywalker which Stop. i don't like to think about <laughs> But I do like to think about Dad, I know. Because that was the one thing they did right. So, I don't know. He got his moment. Um, You don't know, but he knows. He knows. Me, Anakin Skywalker, dad jokes. (laughs) (laughs) Dad is the resident dad on this show. It's true. Also, can we say something that, well, it was funny that when Force goes Leia, okay, we saw her reaction with Obi-Wan Kenobi, like, yeah, he having fun. And then Finn mentions Anakin Skywalker, but they don't show any reaction of Leia. So it's like, hey, that's really in character. Like, she's not, still not acknowledging anything with Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, I could, yeah. I feel like with Leia... She's she like, has no. reconciled the Anakin Skywalker side of things, but she doesn't want to talk about the Darth Vader side of things. I feel yeah. like that's by this point in her life probably where she's at. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so anything other that we want to add on Ben? We will obviously talk about him again when we get to the end of the framing story. But Yeah, but that, that would... For uh, this part. What Han told him, like, you're a solo, now go fly. Oh my God. My baby is a pilot. All you wanted to be was a pilot. <laughs> you wanted Telling to be everybody like wants dad. to be a pilot like his dad. And then they take him to freaking Luke. <laughs> Seriously. And they didn't even make it better by having him fly something at the end of episode nine. I mean, he does, but we don't see it. We were so. on the verge of greatness, like Krennic said. We're this close. We're close. All right. So, the frame I'm gonna cry again. Yeah. Before we all start <laughs> crying, the frame narrative. The gang has arrived for one last vacation before they go their separate ways. Aww. We'll get into what those separate ways are in a minute. Ray immediately pieces out to go sit poolside, which R and R. She is like, I am done. For some reason, she did not change out of her wraps looks like a little hot to be sitting by the pool that way but you know what you do you 
Yeah. Um, Poe immediately turns into me on vacation and tries to schedule everybody's fun time. <laughs> um, Rose is trying to avoid this. And Finn misses all of this because he's gone to check them in. Now, here's what I want to point out. Finn comes back after having checked them in. He has got two room keys. And he tells Ray and Rose, you're in this room. Meaning what? So <laughs> is canon because they're sharing a room. Yes. I don't, I obviously, watch me not extending this. Oh, hey, Ray Wait, and Rose does that mean Ray, Ray and Rose are canon too? Look. Where's Chewbacca staying? I don't know. I don't <laughs> know. What I'm All I want to say is Finn Poe is canon. <laughs> that's yes. where I was going with this one. That, that's the point. They got the room that Ben was conceived in. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the funny uh, thing is they don't know they got the conception suite until Ben Solo appears in their room in the middle of the night. He's like, so funny story. Okay, actually. He's just like lonely over their bed like, hello. <laughs> Guess what happened in this room? <laughs> <laughs> I was conceived there, or maybe it was there. Actually, it was probably over there. You know what? It could have been anywhere in this room, and they're just like, oh, oh, too much information. And then just to bug with him, like Poe would definitely be like, I can work with this. <laughs> Finn is not having it, but Poe is Finn's like, like no, not here. <laughs> We're getting a different room. Poe's like, Finn is breaking. Finn is breaking down Finn Ray and like, Rose's Joe room, and like, We're moving in here. You're in the other room. <laughs> Ray in the conception suite. Oh. <laughs> Force go sex. Force go sexy times. I Look, I'm just saying, that's actually why Ray was so exhausted. Oh, yeah. Force goes Ben was like, hey, I'm also here. I got a deal because I was conceived here. <laughs> they got a that's why Leia gets a discount because she conceived her firstborn on the Halcyon. That's how they were able to afford the On the house, yeah. Honestly, that should be like a war crime. <laughs> like, if you just not conceived on the ship. <laughs> oh my god. I'm actually crying again. <laughs> okay, so Finn is upset. Finn is upset that his friends do not want to spend time with him in or out of the conception suite because they're all doing their own thing. So he gets the advice from the three ghosts. We get um, the three vignettes we talked about. Big and fan then, of this being like the ghost of Christmas past, present, and future. Yeah. I mean, basically. Oh, I was just yeah. thinking that the holiday special is, is focused on Ray learning a lesson. Yeah. The, the terrifying tales one of Poe po and po. the suspense. Yeah. yeah. You, know, Rose you know, yeah, Rose needs to get one, like an Easter special. I know. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. I yeah. am campaigning for Valentine's Day. And bam! Surprise! Hawks survive. We have a ginger yes. rose. Ginger rose. I'm supposed to be out here ginger spreading. Rose. Yes. I mean, I'm just. He actually didn't die. Did we he's see fine. He's a little sore. Yeah. He's got a nice scar on his chest now. Yeah, he's the, like he has a cyber. He's like uh, Fennec. He's like exactly. Fennec. You know what? If you could say Fennec Shand, who was dead in the bacteria-ridden sand, then Huck's, Huck's got a self-cauterizing wound. Like, he is fine. Yes. We're just really up here on our shit pedestal, but that's okay. I think that's what <laughs> this is for. Yeah. So, yes, Rose will get her eventual Valentine special, but... Can we yeah. say that I think the only ones that stayed together during the trip were the droids? They took their oil bath. They had a spa, a spa couple. Too. I love. Did you guys see uh, BB-8 with his, with the towel on his head? That was fantastic. Well, that's what I like. I also like about the humor in this is there's a lot of stuff going on on the background that you see, mm -hmm. like. When they're on that mud planet, Han and Leia are like having the serious talk about Ben and you know Ben Chewie and C three PO or three three PO are just covered in mud and falling down and just Yeah. I I do think it's funny. Not funny. I don't know how to explain this. 
Dio wasn't invited on their vacation. Love it. I don't know why he was in the Christmas special. He's he's a downer. He kept him. He stayed on. He stayed on Kashyyyk. Yeah. He's chill there. He Chewie left come. him in his place, and like nobody's gonna notice, right? Chewie's like me, Dio, same thing. Yeah. Lumpy won't notice. Lumpy doesn't know the difference. <laughs> Lumpy doesn't yeah. know his father. Lumpy doesn't like. Lumpy doesn't think he has a father. Lumpy doesn't know Chewie at all. Yeah. That was mean. Okay. Um, it's like, what is a father? <laughs> I'm an orphan. <laughs> he finds out how much like Chewie was involved in Ben's life, and he's like, "This is my origin story." <laughs> like, wait a second. <laughs> ben didn't even die from using the force. Like Lumpy was hiding in the corner and just shot him. Yeah. It's like, yeah. In revenge. Who's the favorite now, Dad? Oh my god. <laughs> Okay. Speaking of Ben dying, I have no good way to segue this. Um, so at the end of the special, after Finn learns his lesson about like learning to have fun in the moment and to sort of enjoy his friends for like the time they have together, he says he sort of lays out the thesis for where these characters could go because the last time somebody did that in a movie, the thesis wasn't expanded on. So Finn tries again and he is off to find other force sensitive stormtroopers and potentially just other stormtroopers. I like that they left that door open. Rose is leaving leading relief missions, Poe's training X-Wing pilots. Ray is off to the unknown regions to explore Jedi uh-huh. temples. And I want to talk about this for a second. This makes me very, very happy that Ray is going off to like do her exploring thing. Because one thing that bothered me when people were talking about, like, what Ray could do post-episode 9 is, like, well, she's going to train Finn. She's going to start a school. She's going to, like, basically any solution for her involves grounding her somewhere and making her beholden and responsible for a whole bunch of people, for one person or a bunch of people. And I'm, like, this girl has only just left Jakku. She has only just ended her responsibilities to the Resistance. She has not ever had the time to do her own thing to sort of figure out what she likes sort of what jives with her and it doesn't tie her down it's like ray is starting a school and here are the 15 kids she's going to teach it's like ray is going exploring because ray hasn't seen any of the galaxy and that just made me so like it was surprising how happy that made me i don't know if y'all felt the same yeah oh 100 i love that all of them had individual points of origin for their stories like mm-hmm. i like that a lot because i know like i like i've read some really good fanfic where everybody has their own missions and they all get to be their own individuals because i love their friendship i am not knocking their friendship but it is a trauma bond and i think that letting them kind of go afield might help them not end up becoming the original trilogy characters yeah who mm-hmm. very much kept close to each other and i think this gives them the opportunity to find themselves and be their own characters and own people with their own missions that can come together for fun moments like vacation and it's it's not even just that it, it separates them from the original trilogy characters in terms of them sticking physically close to each other but like Lucan and Leia after the war didn't do a whole lot to distinguish their roles from before the war ended. Mm-hmm. So Luke is yeah. still the Jedi. Han is still the smuggler. Leia is still the politician. Like the roles they filled didn't change that much. So they never, I think, were able to fully shake the mindset. Where and they become they- something different. They exactly. never evolved. They stayed stagnant after the after something like emotionally traumatizing. Yeah. Well, if you compare, like, let's say Leia and Han versus, like, Finn and Ray. Finn and Ray were very much survival mode their entire lives, which mm-hmm. I mean, Han was too, to an extent, but they still had time to be independent. I mean, Leia and Han before New Hope still had time to be independent and make their own choices and were their own people. So I just, that's what, yeah, that's, I agree. Yeah. I'm glad that Finn mm-hmm. and Ray and they're all like, getting to do their own thing and yeah pose training x-wing fighters because he is a bit older than them 
and he knows what he wants to do. I would love, I would love to follow up with Poe because, like, I don't know, does he like it? Does he hate it? Like, because he doesn't get to be the hotshot anymore. He has to make sure people aren't being hotshots now. So, like, yeah, what does teacher Poe it's, Dameron look like? It's a little Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> oh yes, yeah. yeah. Top Gun agenda. I'm sorry, I'm always on the Top Gun agenda, but okay. yeah, it's very much, it's very much Maverick. Now I want the. Uh... A space equivalent of the I'm tweeting volleyball that. guys. The volleyball well, we set it up with Palpatine invaders. So next thing we're gonna know, it's Poe's X-wing school doing the same thing. Yes, we need like an X-wing series, like we had in Legends. But with yes, that, we do. That's what I, I, I. I want that so badly. I mean, they have they have laid the groundwork for this. They have laid the groundwork for an X-wing style series with Poe. You can have like a planet hopping adventure series with Rose and her relief missions that can sort of like maybe cross over with Finn's because Finn's also seems very planet hoppy. Mm-hmm. But Finn's is like the Stormtrooper rebellion we never got. But yeah, there's no need for a rebellion now because the war is over. But so it's, it's still like slower paced, but it's the same idea. But but just like after the original trilogy, there's still going to be pockets of the first order around and they're still going to be they're still going to be needing um to liberate those yeah. stormtroopers so I, I just mean it won't be the like the massive scale of yeah. like them rising up and overthrowing but it'll still be like it'll be smaller rebellions, something mm-hmm. that finn can manage on his own or with Jana. like you know what i mean yeah and then yeah they can cross paths rose ray yeah. they can all cross paths with each other you know ray going off to the outer regions i'm like give me some freaky force stuff I know. Like, give me the freaky force stuff. I love it so so much. So that's what that's what Ray was saying to Ghost Ben. Give me the freaky force stuff. Yes. I mean, listen, listen. It's lonely in the outer regions. No, not outer regions. Okay. What are they Unknown regions. Unknown okay, regions. but literally, I was like, oh, I'm so happy that Force Ghost Ben is going to accompany her. Oh, I mean, he's yeah. right there listening to this conversation, basically. Hey, I'm just saying. Putting that out there. Okay, here's my tinfoil hat's going back on. Um, my tinfoil hat theory coming out of the Rise of Skywalker was we didn't see Force Ghost Ben, therefore he's not dead. And I've maintained that since 2019. I know these aren't canon. I wouldn't mind if they were. So let's pretend they're pseudo canon. Certain point of view. Even though Ben is a force. I believe they're canon. I don't care what anybody else says. I I would like them to be canon. I like these stories. So let's take force Ben as like canon. This is now a thing that we have to deal with. Ray is going to the unknown regions to explore ancient temples. There is absolutely nothing saying she doesn't find something in these temples to make him like corporeal again. I'm just saying. Yeah. It could happen. we finally have proof of where he is. He is fine. We've seen he him. We have there. put eyes on him. He's with his mom. Which he's okay. fine. This was a level of closure we I all needed. So I needed. I don't know. I just telling you about the kind of person I am, but I needed his mom to know he was okay and that yes. he did the right thing. Yes, and the fact you. that and we ended so up proud without, to be standing next to him. He he grabbed her arm and she reached up and took his hand. Like Aww. she's holding his hand because ah! like, she loves him. Something that's her baby boy. because that's her baby boy. I just I need to let you know I'm crying right now. Something that it would have been amazing, but obviously for obvious reasons we couldn't have. But yeah. Which honestly, this was a better story to get it in because it would have yeah. been, it would have, the emotional whiplash we would have had seeing Force Ghost Adam Driver followed immediately by Ray Skywalker. I just wouldn't have known what to do with myself. But okay. this, like, I think especially after two years of not knowing sort of where this was at, just kind of felt like a soothing, healing bomb on top of this gaping wound that's been sitting there since 2019. Yeah, my only complaint is that he was wearing his Kylo Ren okay. suit. I have an explanation for this. This is my headcanon. He goes to the Force Afterlife in his good boy sweater with the hole in it. And they're about to go on the Halcyon like to make a point. 
And Leia's like, you are not showing up on the Halcyon with a hole in your shirt. <laughs> I like something that. On because no son of mine is going on a luxury look, Star Cruiser with a hole in his shirt. They Amazing. clearly get to decide how they look as a Force ghost because Obi-Wan is old. <laughs> Anakin is in his prime. Like, Obi-Wan get to decide... Is- Obi-Wan's wearing his Hawaiian shirt at one point. Oh, yeah. The ghost? Yes. The ghost is wearing it. Well, the ghost. After, okay, after they cut back from his story, he's changed while sitting there in front of Finn, and now he's wearing the Hawaiian shirt. It is the funniest thing. I laughed. I noticed that on my second watch, and I was like, I love this so much. But also, canonically, they changed their clothes. There you go. He's just, I think he's just. He's wearing it, one, I guess, so Finn would recognize him, and two, because his mother said, if you don't change into a shirt that doesn't have a hole in it, I'm not taking you. Yeah, I'm not taking it. And it doesn't matter how old his ass is, he's changing his shirt because his mommy said so. I know. Like, just imagine what your grandmother, both grandmothers would have said seeing you in that state. Or it could have been that it was just a five-second cameo and the animators used what they already had. But that's not fun. Okay. He's also he's also smiling. So you just go. He's just happy to be with his mom. It's Bobby is happy to be with his mom because later he's gonna have sexy times with Ray. Okay, people were like, "Oh, he left before he saw Ray." I'm like, "That's because the moment is about Finn, and he doesn't want the atmosphere to be too sexually charged." So he's like, "I'll be back." Exactly. Also, like, maybe I'm a bad Raylo, but I was okay with them not. I'm frequently a bad Raylo. It's fine. Uh, the number of Raylos that have me blocked because I like use common sense cracks me up. But anyways, um, I am okay with the fact that we didn't like have a, a Raylo moment in this because this was about Finn. And I like that it was focused on Finn and that it was Finn getting his emotional resolution that was set up in the first of these Lego movies. And like Ray was the first character that got her focus. Then it was Poe. Now it's Finn. And I like that they're allowed to be the, the center of their own little stories. And like, it's fine. He, he doesn't need to be seeing Raylo. <laughs> all, no, like, all, all kidding aside about like ghosts in the conception suite. Like you're right. This was a Finn focused special it needed yeah. to be Finn's emotional resolution. I agree. And we know how we know how this fandom works. If there had been a moment, it would have pulled focus. So. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we can fill in the blanks, missing scene. That's perfect. That's what fanfic is for. Exactly. And that's what I think half of this podcast is for. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, were they to continue these threads of fins would you want to see it in lego form or like canon form even though the lego specials are can't like that aside i trust the lego creators more than i trust most people right now Fair. valentine's day yes they're just so I just, much I, fun and they're, they're fun wow. comforting and just as someone who played like the lego the original star wars lego as a kid and even i watched like i think it was yoda tales or something that was on cartoon network which has Yoda and Han Solo being like friends, like a child Han Solo. It's not on Disney Plus, which makes me sad, but he thought his name was Ian because he had his name tag mixed up. It's 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 weird. It's weird, but it's funny. I was trying to explain horrible child. (laughs) He's He's terrible. He's a terrible I remember that. Man, that's a deep cut memory. Yeah, no. So like it just Star Wars Legos in general, very comforting. And again, you just know they're going to be quality every time. Yeah, I was trying to explain to my mom, like, because I rewatched it four times and she was like, why do you keep rewatching this? She's like, you rewatched that like Halloween one like 10 times in one day. And I was like, it's because the way the Lego movies, like they're for kids. So the stakes are really low, but it's everything you love about Star Wars while also delivering on like really well-rounded um like moments of learning Mm -hmm. like every single one of these even the vignettes is teaching you something because it's for kids and i'm like really susceptible to like children's shows like that but like i i love that it like takes everything that i love about star wars and goes let's make it even like more of a gut punch while also like palatable to anyone and it just makes me 
so happy. And it just relatable. has so much heart. Yeah. Yeah. It has so much heart. And yeah, I highly recommend like for people who haven't watched it yet, but like the Freemaker Adventures okay, is okay, that okay. same quality. And I'm not talking to you, Arzi. I'm talking to <laughs> General. But like it, <laughs> there's a reason why it's like an award-winning show. Like I – at first I was like, mm, a whole like original series. It's not like a spoof or – a few little tales, but no, it was completely solid. I like that they they do have that kind of Lego like meta humor and that we've kind of mentioned throughout, but I like that they don't lose themselves in trying to make it a spoof and they do let it have that kind of heart and the, the core of what makes Star Wars Star Wars. And I think they get it better than better than a lot of people do. All right. So as we bring this to a close, final thoughts. Last chance to cry. Uh, what would the Obi Wan Valeria um, ship name be? Ovalaria. Well, he was going by Ben, yeah. so Valeria. Valerian. Valerian. Ben. Yeah. Ben. Yeah. Ben. 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 Yeah, that works. Okay. I like that. Oh, but yeah. Ben, ben Kenobi trying to dance with quite a sight. In a Hawaiian shirt. I love that. And then the typical yes. people that, no, I'm not good at singing. I'm not good at karaoke. And then he's like, hey, let's go. Because he's all the party. And the and fact that, that he's voiced by the same guy who does the Clone Wars. Oh, yeah. Um, James Arnold Taylor? Yes. Yeah. Just made it even funnier because that's such a serious show, obviously. All right. So on that note, Candace, where can our lovely listeners find you online? You can find me at Candace is a geek on Twitter and all over the geeky waffle. Maggie. You can find me on Twitter at Maggie of the town. And I have a link tree in my bio to all of my various pursuits. Norhal. You can find me on Twitter at Norhal. Same link tree on my bio. All right. And as for me, you can find me on Twitter at Arzu Amin. Um, as of a couple weeks ago, you can find this show on Twitter at Space Waffles Pod. I was finally bullied into giving it its own Twitter account. Um, we're working on making it an active Twitter account. Network-wise, you can find us at Geeky underscore Waffle on Twitter, The Geeky Waffle on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, and at thegeekywaffle.com. That's where we have all of our reviews, our shows, all of that good stuff. Um, and on Patreon, patreon.com slash thegeekywaffle. So... Thank you all so much for listening. Please enjoy your Scarif Beach Party and may the waffles be with you.